What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I am your coach and host, Josh, here with the one and only. One and only coach and co-host, KG in the house. And today we are making an episode that is well overdue. We're going to be debunking five ridiculous training myths that you probably do believe, unfortunately. You know, these are the ones that we get asked over and over. We're going to shed some light, make it nice and simple here. We also are going to have as the first link in the show notes, um, debunking five ridiculous nutrition myths that everyone believes. So if you haven't listened to that episode uh, before, you haven't listened to it in a long time, we can't recommend that enough. Um... So yeah, first and foremost, you know, we also have an exclusive Facebook group that we just want to let everyone know about. Um, that'll be the second link in the description down below. Uh, so you can check that out. Uh, that's just going to be, you know, access to our private group. Where we're going to be doing giveaways, exclusive live streams, posting all the show notes nice and easy, giving you more notifications about, you know, the podcast, having a community to ask questions. Uh, so definitely be sure to check that out. That is really valuable and that is free for a limited time. So definitely be sure to jump into there. All right. What's number one? Here's the thing. I mean, you know, when we sat down and filmed this video or plan this video i feel like we could come up with like six thousand training myths that everyone believes um but you know we're just going to limit this to five and we're going to spend some good time here so number one this one is huge exercise burns a lot of calories okay and this is especially when it comes to strength training um you know for myself i try like i have an apple watch but i try like not to just look at how many calories i'm burning like for the for the compounds it's great but for a lot of times like when you do there's a difference between just doing a lot of cardio and a lot of strength training and the strength training is isn't going to be burning as many calories as like jumping up and down and doing a lot of fast sprints like unless you're doing crazy head heavy um squats and deadlifts like josh like that's one thing but the truth is like in an hour and a half like if i'm still pushing it i'll probably get like 400 calories burned from like a regular strength training session and the way that you want to look at like this is it's a long-term investment by you building muscle by you doing more strength training sure the calories won't be as high as like going out for a crazy long run but long term you're going to get crazy benefits so just stop looking like at every time you train like how many calories you're burning because it can give you some pretty uh, poor information yeah and once again this is where a lot of people get really confused but your actual exercise activity thermogenesis only accounts for 10 percent this is pretty nuts. 10%. Wow. Actually, even in fact, a little bit less than 10% of your total daily energy expenditure. You know, once again, some people say six to 10. Uh, that's really going to depend on how much you move. You know, if you're an Olympic athlete, it's going to be a different story. But a lot of people get this very confused. They go, I had a good workout. You know, I deserve a burger because I had a good workout. And they end up spinning their wheels and really going nowhere. You know, at the end of the day, your body burns most of the calories, you know, from just its general movement. So it's basic metabolic rate. You know, that's actually going to account for 70% of your calories. So just the core systems your body needs to function, the things you do every day. And then the one we've talked about before is neat non-exercise activity thermogenesis. These are the little things, you know, that people who say they have a high metabolism, you know, you probably twitch your knees. You're probably like, you know, talking with your hands a lot. You know, you're a really animated person. And all these things actually burn more calories because these are the things you do regularly and constantly that do require a lot of energy. And, you know, when you're deep in a deficit, you'll find you stop to kind of do these things. The next up is the thermogenic effect of food. You know, that's going to have a core principle too in what you burn. So exercise actually is just such a small component. And it's not to say it's not valuable. You know, doing some cardio, adding extra cardio will really help get weight down. But once again, don't think exercise is the be all end all. That's why it's so important if you are looking to lose weight in particular to be in a deficit deficit and you know it's not always worth exercising yourself into the ground because you can kill energy and it can really kind of mess you up and cause you to overeat and really uh you know kind of just not succeed 
Yeah, great, great addition. Yeah, this is something we just we really want to make it clear. Like if you're in the gym strength training, just don't continuously just try to burn calories, burn calories because you know you can do one of those classes, truthfully, like those boot camps for an hour that really aren't going to lead to you progressing aside from burning calories. And you may think that that's better than a regular strength, hardcore strength training session when in fact that's definitely not you know true at all. So we just had to bust that myth and you know let's consider it debunked, buddy. Yeah. Let's go. And these are evidence based times, so we're not going to do anything over obvious. You know, like girls are going to get bulky from lifting or you know any of these things that people obviously know because once again we really want to make sure these are really uh you know good things that are going to challenge your thinking and teach you you know what's correct number two is that you need to stretch before exercising so once again i'm going to put a little star on this one because you definitely should you know you should definitely do some movement you know make sure you're working but what you don't want to be doing is static stretching before exercising and what a static stretch is is when you hold the stretch typically you know most people hold it for 10 seconds even though science you know recommends you're holding it for at least 15 but ideally 20 um you know but the reason you don't want to be doing this is by stretching you know you're expanding a muscle and limiting its elasticity so you know obviously when your muscles are cold they're tight they're more springy they have more strength they have more response to strength training but obviously when they're tight like that there is a danger of injury so once again you know it's a double-edged sword but in terms of performance you definitely don't want to be doing that but rather you can warm up muscles you know and keep their elasticity and keep their you know kind of plain by actually just doing uh ballistic stretching so ballistic stretching is fast movements you know where you're kind of in and out of that motion so think arm swinging arm circles you know for instance rocking frog stretch cat cow for the spine doing these things and doing exercise specific warm-ups are what are going to yield the best results for the least amount of time also doing some general warm-ups you know doing some light lists low intensity steady state cardio you know maybe walking to the gym walking for five minutes hopping on the stairmaster for five minutes whatever it may be that is what you're going to want to be doing for your warm-ups in fact uh, we actually just uploaded a youtube video on the top seven things that we like to have in every single workout just for the perfect workout structure so make sure to check that out we'll have it down in the uh the show notes below but those are some great tips and you know at the end of the day just there's just so many things out there that are are commonly believed and you know it doesn't make us mad but we're just like oh if only people knew and that's what this podcast is for right and the next one is something i'm just like oh banging my head against the wall doing direct ab work will make your stomach flat the amount of times that i've heard this probably within my entire life is has been thousands and uh, a lot of times people are quick to say hey what's the fastest way to you know lose fat and whatnot and just uh overall um just be, get a fat a, a flatter stomach and um the biggest thing is that you just really need to get into that deficit like you need to make sure you're doing strength training you're, you're focusing on the fundamentals but like people will do ab work till they're black and blue they'll spend like you know go in the gym for an hour and then like 30 minutes is crunches and side bends and twists and stuff like that but that's not going to cut it. Like I just, you know, even when I sign some clients up for programming, we'll do like, you know, maybe I'll put some cable crunches in there, some planks, like a couple solid exercises. And people are like, why aren't I doing abs every day? Like, where's all the ab training? I want to get a flatter stomach. But the truth is that, you know, you're, you're just truthfully wasting your time. It's definitely good to have a strong core, but doing the fundamentals, the compounds, all that good stuff will give you the best results and you won't be wasting as much time for sure. And this brings me into our ad for the day. We are sponsored by Colossus Fitness. Colossus Fitness is the company that's run by Josh and myself. 
where we do one-on-one -on -one online coaching worldwide. And basically our goal is to transition or to, to transform um, over 10,000 people by 2021. We're at over 1,000, which has been amazing. So we really do wanna invite anyone here that is serious about getting results. If you're actually looking to you know, use science-based principles and just learn principles to set you up for success for the rest of your life, we always say, hey, you know what? If we can teach you everything you need to know for the next couple years, so like you have us as a coach, you will never need anyone to help you out ever again. You'll never need a trainer. And a lot of times, you know, just you're going to be saving so much money down the road. So if you are looking for a coach, we are taking a few people at a discounted rate for our summer special. So head to our Instagram at Colossus Fit. Send us a message as to why you should be accepted and what your goals are or head to our website, uh, ColossusFitness.com slash online coaching. We'll only respond to the serious applicants and we want you to be our next success, success story. Yeah, we really look forward, you know, to helping the next wave of people get to the next level. The summer special is ending very soon. So if you want to reserve your spot, you know, and get an amazing, uh, you know, amazing transformation at a great price, now is the time to do so. Now, without further ado, I'm going to jump into number four, and that is that BMI and body fat are the best indicators of progress. So a lot of time, even when you go to the doctor, you'll get, hey, let's see what your body mass index is. You know, they'll take your weight, they'll take your height, whip it on a calculator and say, oh, you're overweight or you're underweight. Once again, BMI is just so unrealistic. It's like me going, hey, like Kyle being like, oh, I forgot my shoes. It's like, oh, no, no worries, dude. I got shoes for you. You'd be like, what? Like, you know what I mean? It makes no sense. You're not the same size. And to use a scale, you know, that when the human body is so complex is just kind of foolish and it's unrealistic. Like even myself, I've been working out a long time. I'm tall. I hold a lot of muscle. So, you know, that actual body mass index will put me as being like overweight or obese. Meanwhile, you know, when I'm still pretty lean, I got six pack, I got all these things going on. So, you know, once again, don't put a ton of stock into the numericals, really put a lot of stock in how you look. I and mean, this is the same with body fat. Once again, in a perfect world, body fat would be the best indicator. It's just very hard, if not impossible to get an accurate reading of body fat. Once again, we do have an episode on why body fat is not the be all end all. And the reason is, it's just very hard to accurately determine what body fat you are. You know, the measurement on your scale is using a formula in Electrostim, which is okay, but it's not the greatest. You know, even calipers, you know, you're are subject to human error. You know, all these things can be kind of tough. Even a DEX, as much as I love it, you can manipulate with water, different things like that. So it's not gonna be 100% true, but saying so, you know, you can use a consistency of that measurement. You know, if your scale, even though if it's wrong or right to start, you know, you can actually use it to say, is it going up, is it going down, is it trending how I want it to? So once again, it's not to say you can't use them and you can use both of these if you wanted to, um, but you want to look at them in the grand scheme of things. Make sure you're doing measurements, you know, you're looking at weight and you're looking at most importantly, how you look. In terms of even determining body fat, you know, I find the best thing to do is like, you know, do you have abs? Do you have certain shreds? You know, are you getting some striations? Like these are better indicators of whether you're leaning out uh, than just using, you know, quote unquote, kind of trendy metrics. I love it. And number five, this one is huge. You know, the common belief is that you have to work out harder and longer than everybody in the gym to see the best results possible. Usually this results in people feeling beat up, overtrained, you know, um, just not being able to recover, you know, maybe even eating way more calories than they need to be because they're spending way too much time in the gym. I've definitely been that guy in the past spending two to three hours because I thought if I stayed in there longer than anyone, I would get better results. And, you know, it, you just end up not even being able to work out the next day or just kind of spinning your wheels. So this is a big myth that really needs to be de debunked that working out harder and longer is certainly not better at the end 
of the day, a couple things you want to look at is make sure you have a routine that's periodized. Um, you know, that's actually going to lead to you progressing. You're able to hit some PRs. It's actually structured within a couple, uh, you know, a couple cycles. Um, just the end of the day just going in there and just trying to hit your max lifts and and spend as long as you can in the gym and you know truthfully hitting like six different bicep exercises like each time like you're just uh, you know going to be essentially wasting your time i don't want to say fully wasting your time but you definitely don't have to be doing that and it doesn't lead to you getting better results than the next person yeah in a perfect world you know we could work out all day and as hard as we want and just instantly look great um this isn't realistic for natural individuals and once again these lines get blurred and people get confused with enhanced individuals and of course yes science does show us that more volume generally does lead to better results but once again there's a point where that tips off so the two common terms are here med and mrv and once again you can kind of take what side of the fence you want but mrv is you know maximum recoverable volume and that is the point the most amount of volume you can withstand and recover adequately to keep working at that level whereas if you just push past that point there's going to be a point of diminishing returns you're going to be too tired you're going to skip sets you're not going to have energy you're not going to have the same intensity and once again a lot of people mess themselves up by just going from zero to 100 real quick and not um you know being able to withstand or actually maintain that level of volume whereas med is minimal effective dose and once again some people argue well you can do a little bit bit more than this but is that is to find the amount of volume you're doing that you can actually progress and not be overly taxed you know i like to be somewhere in between and once again that's why with coaching we want to help you out with that establishing you know the correct amount of volume for you to progress without needing to be you know overextended or really off the edge and more isn't always the answer you know a lot of the times it's about doing things more intentionally you know doing them smarter you know training smarter not harder and really you know maximizing contractions maximizing engagement you know maximizing movement patterns all these things really come together you know to get you the best results so those are five ridiculous training myths debunked taken care of from the homies at the fit healthy happy podcast if you love this episode as you've loved many others please share this to your story get the good word out there you know help some of your friends and family you know learn what's true and what's not and if you ever have any questions or comments or anything like that or you're ready to take that leap with coaching follow us on instagram at colossus fit c-o-l-o-s-s-u-s-f-i-t and of course tag us if you share um, this episode to your instagram story there so we can go ahead and give you a shout out and reshare that but we will see you in the next episode peace And as always, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We really hope we could bring enough value to help you all become fitter, healthier, and happier within your fitness journey and lifestyle. And if you could, we have an amazing goal right now of 200 reviews on iTunes so more people can discover this show. And it would mean the world if you could take some time to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. You can do that by going ahead to the App Store and downloading the podcasting app, searching Fit Healthy and Happy Podcast, clicking five stars, doing a short little write-up. And for doing that, we actually want to get some free gifts sent out to you. So in order to claim those gifts, leave that review, take a screenshot, post it to your story, and take our Instagram at ColossusFit, C-O-L. L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. And for being an amazing person and helping us, you know, get to this goal and sticking around during this podcast, we're going to get some absolutely 100% free stuff sent out to you. Thank you so much for listening. See you in the next episode.